0: Hello mortgage fans, um, sorry the updates a little bit later than usual this week, um, for the canny idea you might notice that uh, I've been out getting vaccinated this morning, so that's not a virtual signalling thing, just a statement as to why it's a bit late, but I was very brave and I'm very proud that I've got this very fetching sticker that my 4 year olds going to be very jealous of. But back in the real world, um, funnily enough, um, talking about sort of the real world and news and all this sort of thing, over the last sort of couple of weeks, I've almost sort of consciously disengaged from the news, so I can't make any sort of real pithy comments about what's going on in the world. Um, I'm aware that Man you are imploding, which is quite pleasing, uh, and I'm very aware that Line of Duty was a big thing, uh, but unfortunately, I've sort of missed both of them, and I must admit I'm a lot happier for it. Um, one of the probably shakeouts from COVID is, or certainly in my world, is focusing on the things you can control. And uh, as we're sort of getting toward the end of it now, hopefully, hence the lovely sticker, um, I'm very much focused on work and what's going on with us. It's just a phenomenally busy time and so much going on. I only have limited mental capacity, which anyone will tell you that knows me. I'm not the smartest of people. So I have to really, really focus on things to get it right. So on that note, let's dive into the mortgage news. Um, First one, or the first main sort of headline that really got my attention last week was a bank called Aldermore. Um, They said that 81% of first-time buyers have been declined for a mortgage with them, which I found absolutely staggering. As a company, we have a 92% rate of getting mortgage offers out. So only eight applications don't get a mortgage offer. And they're typically sales that don't happen or if we change tax. It's it's very, very rare. So we have an 8% sort of failure rate, whereas they have an 81%, I just couldn't get my head around it. Um I don't know why that's the case because Aldermore are very much led by brokers as well. Um, And that really goes back to the point I sort of started on, is that there is so much going on, so many challenges. It does feel like you're running a gauntlet for some clients to get a mortgage. There's just so many things that you need to do now. You know, you need to explain why a client's been impacted by COVID, and if they haven't, why haven't they? Um, So there's there's a lot of things you have to do to get an application through, which most clients aren't aware of. You know, quite frankly, that's what you pay us for. And maybe that is the difference. Maybe the fact that we are a fee-charging brokerage and we deal with things very professionally, that these sorts of things don't happen. I mean, it does. It's real life. It's certainly what deal we deal with is very complicated, so mistakes are always going to get made. But, uh, but to that degree, it just sounds staggering. So just if you've had a bad experience, please do talk to us because we're the polar opposite. Um, and I'm sure any good broker worth this sort will be the same. But that did grab my attention because what you don't want is people having a negative perception around mortgages because it's very easy for the main news outlets to pick up on those headlines and make it seem really bad. Like it's hard work. Of course it is. But it's very possible and any good broker should be really right at the beginning whether you can get a mortgage or not so sorry a bit of a rant on that one but something that's sort of very very close to my heart in sort of how we approach our job um the next thing or the next main headline then was around the buy-to-let market being very uncertain um this was some research released by the mortgage works which is the buy-to-let arm of the nationwide building society um, one of the biggest buy-to-let lenders out there um Long sort of report and it's worth looking at really. The main thing is uh, demand's down. So to give you the figures on that, um, I think 18.7% of households are renting in the UK this year as opposed to 193 Um So there's more people buying or certainly not living in rented accommodation. Um, and one thing they were very uncertain of is sort of what the demand is going to be like going forward. Logically, you'd expect demand to increase because... You know, over the sort of the last year or so, some people will have been adversely affected by COVID, which means they may have to sell, or maybe they've put off their plans for renting. So you would expect rental demand to go up in the 12 months ahead. What they're very uncertain about is where that would be. Um there's this huge debate that's, that's gone on for the last year or so about people moving away from London typically or away from sort of major centres and sort of not having to work all the time. So as, funny enough, this lovely little badge shows, you know, the whole point is getting well back to normal again, whatever that is. So it does look likely most people are going back to a sort of hybrid way of working. So that you do need to be sort of within a commutable distance of your office, that looks quite likely. But if you're only going in one or two days a week, that commutable distance could stretch quite some way. So that's the uncertainty really, is what is the demand and where is it going to be? Because that outlying areas of cities, and primarily London and the southeast, is probably going to be a lot bigger than we saw. Sort of thought in the past, so something that's to keep a close eye on. But I certainly think demand will be there. But I think you going to be very, very smart in researching your areas and where you put your money. I'm going to be very honest. Now, um, in terms of rates. Um, we saw market rates just creep up a little bit um, last week to finish the month up on where we were to the month prior um, for all the figures you can look at our website and um, but this, if you sort of look at where money markets are pricing you're only looking at really maximum two to three base rate movements over the next five years so interest rates will go up just very slowly and over a five year period that's really what that's what we're looking at so our default position on uh, our recommendations hasn't really changed if you've got a 25% deposit or more we think it's a really good time to fix in for the long term if you have less than that and it probably will make a lot more sense to think short-term refinance until you get down to that bracket because If you've got less than 25% deposit, mortgage rates are comparatively high if you look at where the market leading rates are. And the market leading rate, again, if you read my update the other week, is from that titan of lending the Hinkley and Rugby Building Society, uh, pumping out a 0.99 two-year discount. So that's the lowest rate on the market right now. Uh, And then to give you an idea, the market leading rate at 95%, I think, is 3.73%. So big spread there, and hence why that's our recommendation. Um, Also this week uh, you did a new video, if you want any more of me talking into a camera, um, there's um, a video around how to get a mortgage when you're using rental income, Uh, quite a complex area actually, so hence the video, so please do have a look at that. For anything else, do get in contact, we'd love to help and hope to see you soon.